what's up what's up what's up how are you beautiful people doing today it's me your internet best friend neo phantom if this is your first time hearing my voice stick around for a little bit join the rest of the phantoms if you haven't as yet all you gotta do is follow the podcast now y'all let me let y'all know in advance i feel like this episode could be crazy so i have all my calm me downs i have my tea i have my water i have the window open and it's pretty windy where i at i would crack it a little bit i feel like my podcast episodes is be so real though i cracked it so it's like i getting some breeze in and it's not too much noise but <clears throat> Before we get into the meat of today's episode, y'all can find me on Instagram at the Neo Phantom and everything else at Neo Phantom. That's N-I-A-P-H-A-N-T-O-M. For the podcast, it's Vibe W Phantom on all social platforms. Business inquiries are handled through email and if you're interested, vibewphantom at gmail.com is the address. Now, let's get down to business. Today, we'll be digging deep and getting in touch with our emotions, so you already know what this means. It's a confessions episode. I put a little spin onto this one, though. I reached out to a few of my friends and family and asked them to give random advice to any of the persons behind the confessions being read from numbers 1 to 18 let's see how their advice lines up i feel like this is a fun activity let's see what's up and as usual the advice shared in this episode could go for any of you tuning in today if something i said speaks to you you were meant to hear it all right i'm ready whenever y'all are my tea too hot so i can't even take a drink of this tea before i start still could try to burn up all my tongue confession number one i'm a 23 year old female and i'm just starting to explore my sexuality i'm still a virgin i know i'm late but i wasn't that interested in exploring stuff until a couple weeks ago i know i'm bisexual but that's about it i don't know what i like and don't like yet but it's time to change that first of all let's start from the top let's take it back to the beginning you're 23 she's saying she 23 and she's still a virgin and she know that that's late that's the issue with society right now as it is it don't matter if you freaking 50 you could have been 60 you could have been 63 for all i care whenever you feel like you ready to partake in sexual activities sexual festivities sexual intercourse is the right time whenever you feel ready that is the right time now don't get my words mixed up to all the 16 year olds and 15 year olds tuning into this episode i supposed to give a little disclaimer from jump because i don't know we're getting exposed in this episode but to all my young ladies tuning in don't get it twisted i speaking for the 18 plus okay whenever you feel like you ready to partake in sexual intercourse is when you're just on time don't let society make you fold and feel like you're doing something wrong you live in life the wrong way that's not how it works 
moving on from that part, she says she don't know what she likes from what she doesn't like yet, but it's time to change that. Okay, so boom, we're in the experimental stage where you feel like you're going to try out any and everything, especially since you're bisexual. So I'm presuming that you're going to try with both female and males to see what you really like. Yeah, that's my kind of thing. This is what I would enjoy for the rest of my life. I would say, take a chill pill, pipe down. Let's not just go crazy. Don't find any and everybody to be experimenting with. Don't share yourself. Don't leave pieces of yourself with random people. That's what I mean by let's pipe down. I understand that you're in the experimental stage, but stuff like this is something that you take seriously and that you hold closely to your chest. So just watch out there. Find somebody who respects you, especially in a way that they won't take advantage of you. They understand that you're again in this experimental stage and they're willing to help you find out what you like from what you don't like respecting your boundaries. If you say no, you don't like that. No, you don't want that done to you. It's, a, it's like a, okay, let's move on to the next. It's no pressure in the bedroom. Find somebody of that caliber, of that nature, not just any old stranger, please. This was um, an anonymous confession, so I don't really know the name of this person. But to you and anybody else who is experiencing this kind of thing, please take my advice, take heed. I, I really don't like to see people get taken advantage of and to hear about it and stuff of that nature. But let's get into the advice that was sent in by my friend Toriano for confession number one. I'm trying to find it. Okay, he says, all right, to number one. When going through storms, find the positive and the negative. Yes, it may be hard. Yes, things won't go your way. But remember that all things always works for your good. Sometimes in order to get to the next level, a shift needs to take place. A shift in job, a shift in your mindset and environment. Don't look at pain and setbacks negatively for they didn't come to destroy you. They came to prepare you for the next level. For every blessing is weight. A child is weight. A new job is weight. And you have to be prepared to balance that weight. So shift your mindset and prepare yourself for the next level. Okay, Toriano. Okay, your advice line up a little bit. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed reading that. And I hope that the person who did send this in found something in that. I hope that something in that piece of advice spoke to them in any way that they needed it to be done. <laughs> Hopefully that was a complete sentence. But let's move on to confession number two. I can no longer feel attracted to another man. Okay. I broke up with my boyfriend who I was deeply in love with after nine months of psychological warfare and him cheating on me. Oh, okay. But now as I try to move on, 
I cannot find myself attracted to anyone other than my ex. I've tried hooking up with other guys and it just doesn't work for me as it did with him. Does anyone have any advice on how I can move on from him? I feel like my brain is just stuck to him and my heart is trying to move on, but he got a new girlfriend immediately after me and him broke up, so I never had any time to talk to him. I feel like I need closure, but I have no way to get it as his new girlfriend is an absolute C word. We don't use that word here. He got me pregnant the week before me and him broke up. Oh, and I didn't and I didn't find out until after we were no longer in contact and I had to drink a lot of alcohol and take five birth control pills and I had a miscarriage fortunately. Oh, this whole thing, this whole thing of me, okay. But I just want to talk to him one more time and I can't. The person that sent this in, their name is Faith, okay? As always, let's take it back to the beginning. She broke up with her boyfriend who was deeply in love with, first of all, me skipping steps straight to the beginning. I can no longer feel attracted to another man. From that, and I guess hearing the backstory, to me, it's like you're restricting yourself from feeling that attraction because you're stuck on your ex. You feel like within yourself, you can't move on. You can't take any steps forward because you're still hung up on your ex. You're, you're still thinking about that closure, which you need on a daily basis. You're thinking about his relationship and how fast, how quick he moved on from you. All of that going on in your head is like restricting you from seeing anybody new as handsome, as beautiful, as some, as somebody you feel like you can, I guess, build a relationship with because of this restriction. And um, let's see what else she says. After she was deeply in love with him. And after nine months of psychological warfare and him cheating on her, she broke up with him. So psychological warfare, this pertains to exactly what I just said. You're like in your head, you haven't battled with yourself and you feel like you were struggling within that relationship as well. Aside from him cheating on you, you were struggling in this relationship as well. So I honestly don't see how you can move on to a next relationship until you work on yourself until you learn until you learn how to move on you get what i'm saying until you get that help that you need so as for the no longer feeling attracted to another man thing it's going to come with time if that's something that you want if you want another relationship if you want a healthy relationship if you want a family in the future marriage etc then that can be something that you can work towards within yourself don't try hook up with random people don't share yourself with anybody and everybody like i said to the first confession this is something that you have to handle on your own so yeah don't stress out too much don't beat yourself up too much because this is something that came from your previous relationship. And speaking for the miscarriage thing, that 
threw me for a loop because it's like you're happy that you had a miscarriage stuff like that is rubbed me the wrong way it's like you rejoicing that you took your child's life and i understand i understand that you don't want to have a child with somebody who really don't care about you anymore but it's the fact that it sounds like you're rejoicing i i don't know i don't know it just uh that's just me that's me being in my head but yeah she's saying she just want to talk to him one more time and she can't i feel like i feel like she shouldn't talk to him i feel like she uh, the wording deserve i feel like she don't need that closure it's like she's yearning for it and even when she gets that closure i feel like she's gonna be the type of person to still be stuck on the situation by how she talking because she's so hooked on him and what they had so yeah i feel like she don't need that closure i feel like the closure that has to be found is within herself once again now for number two my friend vince has a piece of advice for you he says nothing in life is easy but you have to trust and believe not only in yourself but also in god because he will make a way it may seem hard but in order to tear a mountain down you have to go brick by brick sometimes in order for us to build he has to shake our foundation up to get those bricks redesigned or redirected so if you're going through a difficult time with a few setbacks it's okay just keep pushing only his strongest soldiers get the hardest fights faith this this your piece of advice that's the real spill you feel me he yeah he hit the nail on the head with this one trust and believe not only in yourself but in god given that you're i guess a religious person but that's that's neither here or there believe not only in yourself but in god he said sometimes you feel me sometimes we have to go brick by brick sometimes our foundations are tore down so we can put the bricks back up in the right fashion in the right manner because the way we had it before wasn't how it was supposed to be so take your time you're gonna be okay it's gonna work out just fine you'll be all right third piece of third piece third confession i resent my boyfriend okay okay let's see how this goes when we were newly dating my boyfriend and i watched the 365 days movie together um okay instead of enjoying the movie with me he told me hey you need to lose more weight and be more like her oh okay hold on tea break tea break that's my type oh you mean you resent your ex-boyfriend because ain't no way you still with this young man ain't no way in no form or fashion are you still okay okay and that 
that deeply cut. Even after that, he has told me multiple times that I'm too voluptuous, too busty, and it looks odd compared to my short stature and leaner figure. All right, then let him go find somebody that's his type then. I'm five feet. <clears throat> I was five kilograms over my weight range, but in no way obviously overweight. All my weight was concentrated in my boobs and thighs, so no, I never looked overweight or anything. I can confidently say that I was hot and had a pretty face. I was pretty popular in my college and he knew that. I got asked out every other day and honestly, I liked the attention. He apparently likes tall, lean girls who aren't too busty like I was. Okay, so. Okay. Wee oui, wee. Oui, okay. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> but nah, he knew what you was before he even got that deep with you. Before we even get to the relationship stage, to the boyfriend-girlfriend stage, he knew that you were short and busty. So what do you mean his type is tall, lean girls who ain't too busty? Okay, you knew that I wasn't tall. Ain't like this is a surprise. Ain't like I shrink as the days pass. Like, what's happening? Anyway, I lost over five kilograms after that, but I still don't feel confident or secure in my skin. I don't feel beautiful like I used to because I feel like I'm doing all this for some imaginary approval instead of myself. I was much happier when I looked like I did than I do now because I don't feel like I am ever going to live up cinematic standards. Plus, it's not like he doesn't like busty girls. He does check them out. He doesn't want a busty girlfriend because they're not his type to live with. This happened over a year ago and he has profusely apologized and has changed his behavior in order to salvage our relationship. No. No. He is good now. He respects me and my body and loves me and is doing his best to prove that he's sorry. But no matter, I am still... But no matter, I still am not able to shake this off my mind. Every time I look in the mirror... And I think I'm pretty even for a second, this pops in my mind. I don't know how to get over it. It's unhealthy at this point because I'm subconsciously comparing his actions to my ex. When my ex and I watched 50 Shades of Grey together. Okay, pause. My love, I'm not blaming this on you. But maybe this is a trend that has to stop. Let's stop watching movies like this without significant other, please. Please, because it sounds like you have a fortunate trend going on there like you trying your luck first it was 50 shades now it's 365 cut it out let this be the end all right even though you should be able to watch stuff like this with your significant other it feel like you get the shitty end of the stick all right okay he wouldn't stop telling me how i'm hotter and better looking and would watch me any day than the movie I don't have any feelings for my ex, but I just want to be loved and appreciated for me, I guess. I love my boyfriend very much, but this treatment is just building inside me and I'm unable to get over it. I don't know how to deal with it. Okay. There is a thing called loving from a distance. I understand you saying you love him with all your heart, all your soul, all your being, but baby, it has to end. It has to stop. You have to leave for your mental health. 
for your mental health please for your sanity leaving is something that you now have to think about the thought is no longer staying it's leaving why is it every day you look into the mirror this thing this whole oh you look better i mean oh she look better than you she's my type this done third this whole thing is replaying in your head like a movie you're having nightmares based on this one thing that you can't get past and it's courtesy of him so i feel like in order to grow from it in order to love yourself how you did previously prior to the whole thing prior to the whole experience i feel like leaving and working on yourself would be the right thing to do you can't fix yourself while actively in the situation still yes he apologized and i guess he's trying to show his love for you now and his appreciation for you and your body but it's not helping you in the ways that you need it in the ways that you need to be helped so <clears throat> leaving and reflecting on yourself again working on yourself is something that you should do working on loving yourself more than you love him because it sounds like you love him more than you love yourself right about now leaving and working on the amount of love that you have for yourself would be the right thing to do because ain't no way this could be a healthy relationship like you said it's not healthy you resent him you love him but you hate him and it ain't in no cute way like i hate you you know like i just just trolled around like with your best friends and stuff like that like bro i hate you but in actuality you love them no it's like nigga i hate you i love you but i genuinely hate you it's like you conflicted so in no form or fashion again is this okay the wind trying to the wind trying to pop its head in to say something but yeah i can't even remember what i was saying that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy one sec all right, cool. In no form or fashion is this healthy. You can't continuously go in the mirror, look at yourself, feel like you're pretty for a split second. And then when reality sets in, it's like you're unhappy with yourself. You feel like you ugly. You feel like you don't love yourself as much as you did previously. Once again, every day, every day, every day, you're going to go crazy. You're going to go crazy. Any milestone in the relationship, you're not going to be able to be there for mentally. You're not going to feel real joy. You're not going to feel real happiness. Even spending casual time together, bonding is not going to feel how it should because of what you have in the back of your mind. Like, does he really love me? Does he really think that I'm pretty or is it just something that he's doing to me to manipulate me, to get me to stay? Stuff like that. Stuff like that in the back of your head. Just drop it. Just leave. Next confession. I think this is number four. Number three. I'm super sorry. Nobody um nobody sent in any advice for you, but I'd like to think that I did you justice. Number four. I give my mom lots of hugs because I know the day that I have to come out is the day she'll stop loving me. Whew. This is gonna be a heavy one. But okay. I'm 20 years old, living with my parents in a third world Muslim country. Oh, 
yeah this rough and i'm gay i left my religion too because of it because i couldn't reconcile with my sexuality there is not much to say my parents are homophobic they're old and in their early 50s i know they're not going to change because we live in an environment surrounded by religion that compels them to be homophobic and they'll never leave religion for me to reconcile the fact that i'm gay they have deep relations with religion born out of lifelong hardships and traumas and losses they will never accept me for who i am my culture encourages and accepts arranged marriages in a few years the topic of marriage will be brought up and i'll be forced into a relationship that i don't want to be in i'll be unhappy and sad and then the topic of having children will be brought up and i don't want that either but i know at some point i'll be pressurized into doing so i refuse and that will cause tension and unhappiness i don't want that I plan to leave my country and live the life I want to live in peace. But I love my parents. I love my mom despite her flaws. I love my siblings. I love them all. So, when I think about the fact that in a few years when I'm forced to come out to them to avoid a relationship, I am reminded that their affection for me has a shelf life that at some point in time they will no longer love me. So I go out of my way to hug my mom a lot. I'll randomly show up and hug her really hard and I'll try to hold on for a while. She thinks it's annoying and often tells me to grow up, but I want to hug her. I know she'll never let me hug her in a few years that she'll hate me. It would have been easier for me if I wasn't gay. Even if I left my religion, it wouldn't have mattered because they would never be able to know. But how would they not know about this? I know I can't force myself to live in a relationship that I do not want. Sometimes I hate myself for being the way that I am, and that's where you're going wrong. I've spent a lot of life wrestling the fact that if I wasn't gay, none of this would be happening. I have a lot of mental health issues because of it. It makes my life hard and not worth living. Second issue. I find myself considering the second object, object, <laughs> the second option, remaining closeted and following their whims. But how can I reconcile so much pain and suffering for someone whose love is conditional? Same thing I was going to ask. My love for my mom and my dad and my siblings is not conditional. I love them. Their love for me is conditional. They wouldn't hesitate to cut me out. I'm so tired now. The more I think about it, the more it pulls me into deep depression. I've tried to reconcile with this fact and move on and focus on myself. I've tried villainizing my family so that it hurts less, but I know they're not to blame here. They are they are the product oh, This have me shaking up by feeling for this person. They are the product of a religion that tells them to act this way. They are too old and tired to care, and I am afraid that I'm going to hurt them when I come out. I'm afraid that I would leave a permanent scar on their mind. That's the confession. Y'all, first thing I'm going to say is, please know that to whoever sent this in, again, it's anonymous. If I don't say a name, they sent it anonymously. 
please know that I love you, that I feel for you, that it's somebody out here that wants to see you win, that wants to know that you're winning. Though I don't know exactly who you are, I feel like I want you to win so badly. And hating yourself for the way that you are is only taking more of a toll on you than if you would just be confident in yourself love yourself for who you are you're secured in yourself and in your in, in your sexuality um so i feel like if you would just be that confident gay that this pain and family i guess suffering would take less of a toll on you you already know who you are it's just the fact that you don't necessarily love who you are right this instant and you know that the clock is ticking time is ticking it's only in a few years time that you know that you know your family is going to i guess find out your big news and that's inevitable so i feel like if you don't want to tell them right up and now right this instant then um you should take that time the few years that you know is gonna come to an end that you should take that time to learn how to love yourself to learn how to be confident within yourself to learn how to i guess be okay with it to come to terms with it you know that it's going to happen let's work on ourselves and our happiness let's try to boost our happiness every day remind yourself you cannot change who you are and if anybody around you cannot accept who you are family included then that's just somebody who shouldn't be in your life who doesn't want best for you who doesn't want the best for you the best for you is being happy for the rest of your life with whomever you choose to be with in this case it's a guy if they genuinely love you if they genuinely want what's best for you then that shouldn't be no skin off they back it shouldn't be something that they throw you out for or kick you out for so let's just try to come to terms with that as the years go on i understand that you love them con unconditionally you love them again with all of your being but that's not reciprocated so again we need to come to terms with that as the day goes by stand in the mirror remind yourself that you're an amazing person but not everybody deserves what you have to give not everybody deserves the love that you have to share and um i'm a religious person and obviously, I guess I'm a religious person and I'm Catholic. And I don't want to say that my religion is as heavy as yours when it comes to, I guess, gays or anybody of the LGBTQ plus community, QIA community. It isn't that heavy. But can nobody, like, I, I, I'm such a loving person, an accepting person. Yes, I'm Catholic, and yes, I'm very religious. I draw myself closely to God, but I'm not going to sit up here and say that if my friend comes out to me, I'm going to cut them off and stop being friends with them. When I do have children, I'm not going to sit up here and say, if my son or daughter comes to me 
and says, hey, mom, I just wanted to let you know that I'm this way. Why would it be okay for me to just cut my child off as if it was a loose pinky? Like, if I had prayer six fingers and I could just cut them off and forget about it and live contently. Like, no, that's not how it works. So, please work on loving yourself because when the time comes for your family to, I guess, kick you out, which I'm really hoping that you're just in your head and it's not going to happen. But if it does... By the time as we get there, we'll already love ourselves so much that when we do get kicked out or shed away from the family, that we're not going to be so broken to the point where we want to take our own lives and anything of that nature. You're going to have a nice foundation that is yourself. Y'all killing me here. I feel like I ain't going to be able to go through the entire 18 confessions so it's gonna be in a part two but we're gonna do as much as we can today what we feel right now is something no one should be going through i'm 18 israeli jew i think it's telling you everything you need to know about this post before you continue to read it Yes, the whole Israel-Pakistan thing going on. I presume that this is what they're talking about. And this is another heavy topic for me. So that's why I know I ain't be able to finish too much confessions because there's a lot going on. But, whew, looks, I already bite my tongue. Let's get to it. For the last two weeks, we have a war in our home. My friends, 18-year-old children, are fighting for their home to protect our country. I'm crying every time I'm thinking about this, even now. Most of the days I've been scrolling on TikTok or here trying to put a smile, although what's happening here? I'm unsure if this person knows like how to speak English clearly, so please let's try to piece together what they're actually saying even if they miss out a few words let's try to keep up most of the days okay we already read that part but i can't sleep at night i've been crying every night to sleep thinking about what will happen to us to my friends to the people i know i hate it when people disrespecting my feelings and this is what's happening here in the world for the last two weeks People say it didn't happen. People say we deserved it. And I have no power to start this argument again. But it's so frustrated. It's so... <laughs> I'm not laughing at them. Like, it's just be so cool to me to, like, think. Anyway, we ain't getting into that right now. It's so frustrating. I just needed to vent. I'm just tired of being scared to live in my own country, my home. I'm tired of not being able to sleep on normal hours because of what happened on the Black Saturday. This will be a day we will remember, a day we will never forget. I'm so jealous of seeing people all around social medias posting videos, posts, whatever, when they have a normal life. I'm still going to join the army in four months. I'm still going to protect my country, my home, and I still wouldn't want to stay here because living here has become a nightmare. And I do want to leave this place, 
but how can I when in the entire world people would hate me because I'm a Jew and I'm not even religious I was just born here to a secular Jewish family I'm not close with religion but just being who I am being born an Israeli Jew is making me a problem to the world how can I live here when kids at my age are falling in the battlefield fighting terrorist organization that people around the world claiming to be just freedom fighters I don't want to be the problem, but I don't want to die either. And this sucks to see, but you're, I don't want to say it like this, but please don't, please don't take it the wrong way. I'm just saying it how it came to my mind. It's sad because you, you, you're a part of the problem. I, I guess it's, I, that's just how the world is nowadays like if your country is the issue when it comes to war oh baby from you from there you are part of the problem i don't i don't know how to get a train of thought but it's sad because this person seemed like they don't even want to be there they, they really care too much about the whole war thing as it pertains to like them taking part in it like they don't want this to be happening. They don't want to be there while all of this is going on. But any other place that they go, they're going to be targeted negatively because of where they're from, where they came from, I guess who they are, what their background is. They're going to be targeted negatively. So this person feels as though they're stuck. And that's crazy. They're saying like they don't want to be the problem, but they don't want to die either. It's like conflict within themselves, within their nationality. Again, their background, and this is something so heavy to speak on because the whole war thing, the whole war talk and conversation is something that I try to stray away from because it's all that I see on my social media and it has taken a toll on me. So all I can say is I'm praying for all of the innocent lives that is being affected by this war that's all i can genuinely do i see so much little kids babies and stuff like that videos of them being pulled out of rubble and debris from the war like that ain't something i trying to see that ain't something i trying to be hearing about and for them if i were them that wouldn't be something that i would want to be a part of so i understand how heavy it is how heavy it's hitting them especially as an 18 year old what like i said the only thing i have to say to you is that i'm gonna be praying for you you're not a religious person but i am so i'm gonna pray for your safety and all the other innocent people in your shoes whether they're 18 or eight years old it doesn't matter my friend kia has a piece of advice for you so let's find what she have to say she says tell you do what feels right to you because letting people persuade you into something you don't want to do or it's not 100% sure about hurts more because you know it's something you'd rather experience for yourself even though it's not the right path. I wish I was good at taking my own advice but I'm telling you it'll be worth it to push for that thing you had in the back of your mind this whole time. It sounds like something you can take a piece of advice from 
but my brain is already scrambled that I cannot decode that right now. I cannot pick that apart right now. Like I tell you all, this whole war thing is of me in shambles. And I'm trying to get back to the point where I was when I had to take that long mental break from y'all. So let's move on. I'm going to be praying for you and this whole war. Okay, confession number six. His parents aren't happy that we will marry. My boyfriend asked me to marry him. My parents are very happy while his parents didn't react well. The father responded with a terse, best wishes, and the mother did not comment, making it clear that she wanted to say something but didn't. My boyfriend expected them to jump for joy and was very disappointed. I, on the other hand, am very embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by the idea of seeing them again or talking to them. And in general, I no longer want to think about marriage. It's obvious that we will do it anyway and that the choice doesn't depend on them. But given that they are important guests, knowing that they aren't enthusiastic makes me very uncomfortable. Has anyone been through the same thing? This is crazy. And it makes me think about the relationship that you guys had before the whole engagement. Before you guys were engaged, let's ponder, let's think about the relationship that you had with them. Were they happy to have you around or were they pretending? I mean, I guess they were pretending because it don't sound like they're happy that you're now permanently a part of the family. Courtesy of marriage. It don't sound like they like you too much, sweetie. And I really wish that this was something that you picked up on prior to your engagement. But either way, do what makes you and your fiance happy. If y'all genuinely feel like y'all could push through this, if this is something that he still wants to do, though his parents ain't feeling it, then by all means, y'all do y'all. This is y'all's relationship. And at the end of the day, he ain't sleeping with his parents, so... Do what's going to make y'all happy. But if it is taking a toll on him, if he's thinking about it, if he's dwelling on it too much, like it's something that he doesn't want to do, then that's a conversation that you need to have with him and how y'all are going to move forward in your relationship. Because me personally, I know marriage is a dream for me, a dream that I had for a while now. And if you feel like you can't marry me because of your family or what your mom or dad thinks or feels then that's something that we have to discuss because i know me i want marriage and i want to be married before i have children so if you slapping off mine and your parents i mean i can't have children that ain't gonna work so it sounds like something y'all have to converse about within y'all's relationship and yeah you saying that um you saying that y'all are still to it anyway and da 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 but it's still taking a toll on you and the start and the third so you sound like you don't give a damn but you still care those things don't go on and on okay it's either you don't care or you care pick a side choose one like i say that's a conversation that you and your fiance has to have to figure out how y'all can move forward how your future good luck coming from this that's the only thing you can do seriously confession number seven okay 
I'm tired of being independent. Oh. All right, I'm tired of being independent. I want someone to care for me and like me for me, not because I look good or because my boobs are big or my face is pretty. I want someone to visit me and bring me flowers and ingredients so we can ruckus, ruckus going on. Hold on, what's going on? As I was saying, I want someone to visit me and bring flowers and ingredients so we can cook together. I want someone to ask me if I ate and if I didn't, they'd ask me why. I don't want a parent. I want love. I've given so much of myself that at this point, I'm drained. I'm dead to the world. I guess I feel this way because my 21st birthday is coming up and I'm still alone. No real friends, no real relationship, just alone. I want to keep depending on me. What when I'm not able to? Who's going to be there for me? What? There's nothing wrong with wanting to be independent. But it sounds like if it doesn't happen, then you're just going to give up on being dependent on yourself. And that's something that we can't have happening over here. What you mean? What you mean you don't want to keep depending on you? What? What? When you're not able to, who's going to be there for you? Well, in this case, we have to fall back on our parents. When you're not able to take care of yourself, that's what your parents are there for. I understand you want love, you want a relationship, you want somebody who's genuinely going to take care of you. And relationships like that, men like that, is not something that you can seek. It's not something that you can seek. You feel me? It's going to come gonna come in due time don't go there looking because nine times out of ten you ain't gonna find the right one or you're going to find somebody who's give who's gonna give you false happiness who's gonna give you false hope they know that you want somebody who you can depend on they know that you want somebody who's gonna spoil you who's going to buy you what you want buy you what you need take you this place and take you that place but it's not gonna be genuine love it's going to be them playing with you playing you like a game they playing chess and you playing checkers no for that genuine love that genuine relationship that's something that we need to be waiting for love love is patient love comes when it should come <laughs> love comes in due time love isn't love isn't something that you can rush yeah you might feel like you find the right one but that's something that you still have to take slow when you're dating take it slow find out this is if this is somebody that's genuinely there for you who's genuinely gonna give you the love that you need who's genuinely like who has that fire in them that passion in them to want to take care of their significant other who wants to treat their wife or their girlfriend like a queen it shouldn't be something that you asking them for you begging for you joints and for us like you can die if you don't have it no it should be something that they have that burning desire to do this went wild and out it feels so good but it's like bro if you don't pipe down i gotta close the down window <laughs> but yeah continue to work on yourself continue to love yourself because it sounds like we dwindling sound like it's dwindling no let's uplift ourselves 
like i've been saying the whole episode let's work on ourselves look in the mirror every morning and say i love you you're beautiful you're independent and that's not a problem being independent is not the problem you just want a companion you want a relationship you want somebody who is going to treat you as good or better than you treat yourself being independent is not the issue but this is going to be the last confession for this episode and somebody my friend by the name of ajani has some advice for you hopefully it correlates but yeah don't beat yourself up for being independent or you don't want to be independent no more that like i said that's not the issue it's just that you want a companion ajani says try to be more conscious of how what you do can affect others likewise take the time to reflect on how others make you feel and move accordingly reflect take time to reflect on how these men that you're seeking is treating you how are they making you feel and move accordingly don't let nobody stay and linger in your life don't let nobody loiter around in your life if they ain't genuinely giving you the love that you deserve if they're not again genuine is the word of the day they ain't genuinely loving you how you want to be loved how you should be loved and vice versa then that ain't something what could work all right leave that right where you met it like i said that's the last it's the last confession of this episode if you guys want a part two you don't even gotta let me know because it's coming it's coming um i hope the people that send in the confessions i hope you tuned in i hope you got any p anything that i said even if it was just two words i hope that it spoke to you i hope it lit something up in you i hope it helped you to see tomorrow with a smile on your face all right and for anybody who didn't send in a confession but took this advice and it helped you in some way shape or form Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here to be able to pick up that message, to be able to receive that message. Thank you. As always, I love you guys. All of you tuning in are beautiful. Again, if you want to join the rest of the Phantoms, follow the podcast. And I'm going to speak to you guys in the next episode. I love you. I love you. I love you. Toodles. Toodles.